0: Hello and welcome back to Be Present Podcast with your host, Rashad Smith. Let's chat. No cross, no crown. I am often amazed at today's saints and my own generation and the two following mine. For one, reason and logic have been tossed out of the window. No one knows how to think anymore. We'll put this on the back burner for a future discussion. Secondly, which is chiefly in regards to this episode, No one wants to endure, much less even know how to endure. We enjoy, relish in, and seek cheap thrills. Popular topics, specifically in today's church, are prophecy, prophecy, and you guessed it, more prophecy. Let's not forget about angels and the supernatural. Though a clear glance at Mark 13 Yeshua warns that many will be deceived through improper views and carnal desires of prophecy. Secondly, a reminder of John the Revelator's journey into the heavenlies where he worships an angel. The angel tells him that he is not John's master. They have the same master. The angel instead is a partner alongside John. Colossians tells us not to be deceived or defrauded by worshiping angels. We might take that to literally translate as bowing down to or making prayers to angels as we would to Abba or Yeshua. That's on the far, far deep end of nuts. Paul meant something simpler yet profound and can be missed if one is not discerning. Paul was saying, do not give into vain imaginations leading to an abundance of discourse about angels, where they supplant the discourse about the one who really matters. This is the doctrine of demons, and this is exactly what ancient and modern cultures have always done. Deified either man or angels rather than God himself, who is God. And finally, Yeshua himself said that the only thing worth boasting about outside of Abba is that our names are written in the Lamb's book. We hear these testaments, these statements. We might even give amends to them. However, by and large, we are far from living these truths unto incarnation. We, like ancient Israel, gravitate towards what's easy, which is an abuse of grace. And it's that's what's exactly what it's called. The Bible tells us that there are two roads, and it's succinct on which road and which we are to take. Yeshua told his disciples to take up their crosses, deny themselves, and follow him. One, this, listeners, is the true meat and potatoes of our faith, not displays of power and authority. Two. Have you ever noticed that the ones who got to do the quote unquote cool things were very disciplined followers of Yeshua? Moreover, they were tested and tried and lived a life worthy of bond servants where their lives were not their own. Rather, their crosses were daily carried to reign with Yeshua and eventually lay many crowns at his feet. Thirdly. Do you want to be noted in heaven before the master as doing quote unquote cool works with displays of power that attract people, or do you want to be known as someone who can manage their works when necessary, someone who has an abandoned all love for the world, who has a clear vision of what truly matters and serves only Yeshua? You decide. A common misquoted and misunderstood scripture is in Romans 8.17. We state that we're heirs and children of Abba, yet we forget the rest of the verse. The rest of the verse says, if we partner in Christ's sufferings. Another commonly misquoted and misunderstood scripture is they overcame by the blood of the Lamb and the water of their testimony. We conclude this to mean that Yeshua's blood saves and empowers us and our testimonies of him are sufficient. Though there's another part to that verse. It goes like this, and not loving their lives unto death. This is suffering with Yeshua. There was an entire church, an area really in modern day Turkey, that was persecuted for their faith in Yeshua. Can you truly say today that you have suffered in his sufferings and that if you were persecuted, you would not deny him as his very own champion apostle, Peter? You ruminate on that. One of my missions is to father. A father has experienced pain, suffering, demotion, perplexity, being outcasted in persecution for his own convictions only so that he can return to those to whom he's called to strengthen into maturity. This is what Yeshua told Peter he would do. Yeshua said, once you've returned, Peter, strengthen your brothers. Peter, alongside James, John's brother, have two of the stylized, quote unquote, toughest epistles in all of the New Testament. You know why? Both Peter and James were fathers. They loved not their lives unto death. They were true followers of Yeshua, not lip service. They were destined to equip the world with the beauty of suffering to not only partner with Yeshua, but to stand in earth as it already is in heaven, an heir and child of Abba. Don't think for a second that suffering was the only thing birthed from Peter and James' lives. They got to speak before national leaders' truth. They got to execute miracles and signs. They got to lead a vast amount of people. They got to influence the world with the true nature and power of Yahweh. All a result of saying yes to hardship and carrying their crosses in order to receive crowns to lay before the true sovereign who is Yeshua. There's an encouraging song from a prominent musician based out of Bethel Redding, California, called Take Courage, where the singer inspires and exhorts the hearers that Yahweh is in the waiting. What she is saying is, he enjoys being waited on, and it is in the waiting process we are strengthened. Revelation repeats itself with this phrase from Yeshua's mouth about Abba. To those who endure. Endurance means there will be trials that come our way. If you listen to the Let's Chat Vices episode, where I discuss what our true focus in life is, you will find out that there will, in fact, be trials in our lives. Simply because our focus is in Father, Son, and Holy Ghost doesn't mean that we will not be tested so that what is in our hearts will be exposed and ripped off of us like heavy weights. Also, our enemies, the kingdom of darkness, will place temptations in their own obstacle courses to steal, kill, and destroy us. In all, as Paul said, be thankful and praise the Most High. When Yeshua was in search for followers, he found men who would indeed abandon their all to follow him. He looked for distinguished men who would commit to be set apart and hidden in him, men who would endure unto the end. And their rewards will be the many crowns they get to lay at Yeshua's feet, but also their heavenly seating will be evident as they walked in the earth. And it was. These apostles were revered men, whether people respected them from fear of authority, anointing and power they carried or they respected them from pure choice of sincerity. These apostles got their crowns in earth as well. Dear one, listener, your life is not about signs and wonders or the anointing someone spoke over you. These are things you get to do as a follower of Yeshua, as a believer. They're generic, according to Mark. Make your mission to be a revered one in the earth amongst angels, men, demons, all of heaven, creation, and hell as one who has endured to the end from a disciplined lifestyle a life laid down to follow Yeshua, abandoning what is easy and picking up what is uncomfortable to mature yourself into the masterpiece that you already are in heaven so that you can emulate and exhibit your true priestly kingship in earth as well. I pray you have been edified, educated, and better equipped on how to live in true glory by way of walking the narrow straight road. Blessings.